Act Two of Armand, or The Peer and the Peasant, by Anna Cora Mowat. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Two, Scene One. Room in the cottage of Dom Babette. Right front, open door. Left front, large open window shewing a country scene. Chamber door right and left. Dame Babette with a letter in her hand. Joaquin set it on a low stool at window, making garlands of small green branches. Chairs and tables, jug and tin cup on table. Well, well, the duke must be obeyed, and I must say nothing of his being a duke, but no fear of that I never talk. He will be here presently, and I must send for Blanche. Poor little Blanche, she will lose her mayday sport. But then the honour of receiving a duke. Here, Jacqueline, child, throw down those garlands and run to the greed and tell Blanche she must hasten home directly. That I indeed, mother. Bid Blanche hasten home on May Day? I shan't think of such a thing. Besides, Blanche begged me to weave more garlands for the maypole. Never mind the garlands, chatterbox. Go tell Blanche she cannot dance upon the green to-day i need her home joaquin still working at the garland <laughs> just as if the villagers would let her go mother they can do nothing without blanche they would come and carry her away by force stop talking nimble tongue what a fondness these young ones have for chattering ah they'll be as silent as i am when they grow old there snatching away the garland leave the green things and go blanche won't come i wouldn't if i were she oh i'll go but blanche shall have her garlands if i make them on the road gathers up the garlands who do you suppose would disappoint our blanche runs outdoor off left how fast the child talks where she got her fondness for chattering i can't tell her poor father was as silent as a post and i'm sure it's not from me enter joaquin running right down front didn't i tell you mother they would never let blanche come she insisted and the villagers insisted on coming along with her and they intend to carry her away again rustic music without hark there's the music they will be here in a moment the villagers coming here oh dear oh dear i shall be ruined if the duke finds them here run tell blanche that i want her alone and they must not enter tell her my poor neck no no tell her they must not come in i'll tell her but she won't mind i wouldn't if i were she exit center off left babette music piano through speech stop at end of it there they come sure enough oh dear what shall i do to get rid of them if the duke finds them and gets angry i shall die of fright oh my poor neck 
I shall never again be sure that I have it on my shoulders. Blanche, Blanche, is Blanche coming? Enter Blanche, right front. Yes, dam, here is Blanche. Good child, good child. Nay, dam, pay homage to our majesty. I'm chosen queen, dear dam, the queen of May. You do not smile. Prithee, what serious thought has cast its grave reflection on thy face? I was thinking how beautiful a crown, a real crown, a crown of gold and jewels would look upon your head. A crown? Why, you are dreaming, dam, at midday. And if I am, there's something sometimes in some dreams. But I say nothing. Only, wouldn't you like to dream of wearing such a crown? No, in good sooth, not I. This woven band of dewy wild flowers lightlier girds my head and circles in its ring but happy thoughts. Then for my king, whom think you I have chosen? Wait till you see the king himself. Has he a nobler mien, a loftier look, a braver, truer, purer heart than Armand? Have you forgotten the cavalier who walked with us in the gardens of Versailles? No, I remember him. Twas but last night. Then listen. What would you say if he were the king the true king louis the fifteenth the king of france oh dear what would you say to that why if he were the king in truth the king i could but say that wayward nature played on fortune's favourite a most idle trick while to the humble artisan she gave the aspect soul and bearing of a king oh dear oh dear what a young traitor it's very fine talk, yet for all that there's a great difference between your Ormond and the king, uh, I mean the cavalier. I grant you that, dear dam, difference indeed. How different seemed in each like attributes. The lightness of the cavalier to me seemed senseless levity, while Armand's mirth is the overflowing gladness of a heart at ease. Each had his separate pride one pride the scorn that narrow minds from narrower minds inherit but our armand's pride looks down in scorn upon mean acts alone disdains but falsehood spurns but vice rebels against injustice only while he arrogates no merit to his virtue men may bow the knee to royalty but there's a more enduring and more sacred homage all must feel for what is better than themselves how these young ones talk to be sure you'll sing a new burden to your song before long you must think no more of armand what think no more of armand is he not the very centre of my thoughts round which all feelings and all hopes alike revolve as planets circle round their sun but dam thou dear mysterious and oracular dam what bonding dreams have mocked you through the night or what portentous omens have you seen nay speak prithee what has befallen thee oh don't ask me i say nothing you know i never talk villagers without where is, where our, is queen? our queen our queen, our queen. Our queen. 
Bring, bring us, us our, 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 our queen. Armand and villagers appear at window. Armand without. Patience, my friends. Your patience while I seek her, and for an instant tarry where you are. Enter Armand, lightly and quickly, right down front. Blanche, Blanche, Queen Blanche, why are you dallying? Your subjects grow rebellious to behold you. Ah, who can wonder that they cannot live from thy sweet sight? And I, the least of all, good morrow, dame. They sent me here to claim our faithless sovereign. Come, thou truant queen. No such thing, monsieur Armand. Mademoiselle Blanche remains where she is. Hey, day, what next? Monsieur Armand, forsooth, and Mademoiselle Blanche. How courteous we have grown. You are almost too polite, Madame Babette. Mademoiselle Blanche cannot dance upon the green today. Not dance, dear dame, when I am chosen queen, and I in turn have chosen Armand king. Good dame dear dame indeed but i must dance are you possessed my good madame babette the villagers would tear your cottage down nonsense come little queen they wait for us the dame is but our subject after all obedience is her duty and not ours good day good dame good day madame babette puts his arm around the waist of blanche and is running with her to the door babette intercepts them and leads blanche away babette with great dignity stay where you are blanche i order you you are to receive a visitor the duke will be here presently the duke who said anything about a duke i'm sure i didn't my foolish tongue but it's just like me that is it's not at all like me i never talk i mean monsieur antoine will be here and desires to see blanche upon particular business monsieur armand i must request you to retire no i remain to bid monsieur antoine make haste and tell him we await our queen babette angrily monsieur armand i tell you blanche crosses centre go dear armand the dam desires it go come for me in an hour may he good dame say yes now do say yes you smile the yes you will not speak and a consent is twice consent that with a smile is given and now armand for one short hour we say farewell sweet sovereign i can scarcely disregard your first command although this banishment is tyranny farewell i shall return before our garlands wither, though to me their freshness and their beauty vanish with the hands that wove them. Fare thee well, my Blanche. Madame Babette and Dignity, good day. Exit right down front. Such wonders as I have to tell you, such wonders, but I shan't say anything about it. Only suppose it was the king we saw at Versailles. I say suppose and suppose that monsieur antoine was a great lord only suppose for i say nothing i know how to hold my peace hark i hear the wheels of a carriage go to your room child for i must speak to him alone go go but damn i'm only queen for one short day my crown may fade my sceptre wither up before i use them so i pray thee haste to free me you'll remember will you damn exit into chamber right enter duke de richelieu 
right front comes down left oh dear if she only knew that the king himself our real king oh your highness brings chair down centre the walls of my poor habitation are so honoured by your presence that they where is blanche in her chamber your highness waiting your gracious pleasure they were just going to dance upon the green when i sent for her shall i summon her i first must speak to you mark well my words blanche must be saved the king must never more behold her to remove her secretly would be impossible yet at the risk of life be it hers or mine or both she shall not breathe the court's contaminating air but the honour your grace the honour be silent woman at your peril make ready to do my bidding oh how terrible these grand people are monsieur i mean my lord on my knees i swear to obey you that's well since flight then is impossible death only can protect her from the king death commit murder monsieur antoine murder poor little blanche oh how terrible but i say nothing what a duke commands is of course right but death oh my poor blanche a seeming death may serve so that the king shall think it real there are drugs which produce a sleep which seems the very twin of death yet do not harm the sleeper take this vial its contents have played servants to my wish before to-day blanche too must prove their power the liquid look is colourless tis tasteless and not immediate in its influence your part is to administer the draught oh no monsieur antoine i dare not touch it i shall never have the courage you have already sworn you shall abide your oath take it i say act cautiously and in your act be speedy this is to deal with great persons what shall i do what shall i do do as i command you be quick and silent silent indeed your grace as if i ever said anything blanche music opening the door may i come in dear dam the stirring sound of the glad music through my casement steals my feet dance to it of their own accord and threaten shortly to dance after it i give thee warning dam come hither blanche blanche crosses to centre monsieur antoine but it is you indeed your face and voice i know or this rich garb had well disguised you i could half believe it was no jest when dame babette declared that monsieur antoine was a lord ah your highness excuse her she will talk she won't learn to say nothing as i do blanche control that little tongue of yours lest it give offence to his grace the duke the duke of richelieu richelieu oh no richelieu that bold bad man monsieur antoine whom i have known so long have loved so well the duke de richelieu no that cannot be sinks into chair who taught the child this folly oh indeed your grace i didn't i never said a word about it i'm sure blanche ha she faints bring water and take this fortune i thank thee take it hand through the vial unperceived by blanche i dare not i dare not richelieu imperatively take it fool oh dear i must takes the vial goes to table 
pours out water and mixes the liquid with it. Child, you are ill. No, no, I am not ill. I was confused, stunned at the thought. Don't heed me. I am well. Babette hands her the glass, turning away her head. I do not need it, dam. Richelieu, taking the glass. Drink, drink. Your lips are quivering. You are fainting. Drink. You must, must drink. Blanche looks with surprise in his face and calmly takes the glass. If you desire it, certainly. Drinks. Richelieu aside as she is drinking, laughing. <laughs> Richelieu, when did thy star abandon thee? I do not understand. Ay, but you shall. Go, dance. They wait you on the green. Crosses to Babette, who stands motionless. Why stand you there as you were petrified? Come, rouse yourself. Bid her go dance. Fool, rouse yourself. Sweet Blanche, go dance. Light foot and joyous heart. Aside. The wise man cogs the dice and laughs at fate. Right down front, exit hastily off. Why, Tam, why do you stand so motionless? Why gaze upon me thus with that fixed look of wondering terror? Dam, dear Dam Babette, will you not speak? Pray you, do speak to me. Babette, recovering, throws herself weeping on Blanche's neck. My poor, poor Blanche. Poor Blanche. Nay, Dam, I needs must laugh at that. You seem so happy. Then did I? Do I seem the thing I am? Seem happy? How could I seem otherwise? Tis happiness to me to live, to be. My very instincts, nay, the very use of every separate sense by which we hold communion visible with external being, is happiness. To gaze upon the sky, arched in blue glory o'er my upturned head, the forms of beauty called by loving spring out of the affluent bosom of the earth, the sun, beneath whose warm, resplendent light all nature teems, those simplest daily things which custom cannot strip of loveliness, to look on these is to be happy, is to feel my bosom swell with gratitude to him who made them to make us more blessed. Oh, Blanche, Blanche! Music heard at a distance. Hark, tis the villagers. They come for me, and Armand, too, expects his queen. Good damn, my subjects must not wait. Adieu, adieu. Going. Blanche, Blanche, my child, my kind, light-hearted child, embrace me. Do not go until you said that you forgive me. Blanche, embracing her. Forgive you, damn. What crime have I to pardon, except indeed too doting love for me? What ails you? You are weeping. What's the matter? No, no, I'm not weeping. Oh, my darling Blanche! Bursts into tears. Can I have wounded you, dear damn? Wound me? Did you ever wound a fly? I've seen you brush away with careful hand the very insect that had stung you. Music without. They are coming for you. Go to the green. Go, go. First with a kiss let me seal up the fountains of those dear eyes where tear and smile contend like April sun and rain. They know not why. Now for my crown and scepter. Dam adieu. As Blanche is running off, Armand appears at the door. Excellent right. Blessed mother, guard her. That dreadful drug. 
If harm comes to her, I shall never know a happy hour. Oh, this is to deal with grand people. Yet for all that, he is a duke, and to be sure, what a duke says must be right. How could a duke do anything wrong? Exits into chamber right. Scene two. Village green. A maypole in the center dressed with long garlands hanging to the ground. Joaquin, Etienne, Jaco, and villagers busied about it. Music playing. Several villagers as musicians with pipes and tables. Give another look towards old Babette's cottage, Etienne, and tell us if you see our queen. I see two figures yonder through the trees. They turn this way. Yes, tis Blanche, and Armand is with her. Then hurrah for the dance! Hurrah for the king and the queen! Finish with your garlands, and let us dance! Enter Armand and Blanche, right. Aye, for a dance! Make ready, lads and lasses, and be your hearts as light as your feet, in honour of the May. Blanche puts her hand to her head, and appears to be ill. Blanche, you are ill. Your eyes are heavy, and your cheek how pale. Oh, no, no, Armand! I am well, quite well and yet I think my very happiness oppresses me. A faintness steals upon my yielding sense, as if it were a languor of a content so perfect it could wish for nothing on this earth it hath not now, but on the far-off future shuts its eyes. Our future, Blanche? It must indeed be bright to vie and promise with the present joy. We live in that which is, and so defy what may be. Let the unknown future bring us years, long years of unimagined woe, it cannot steal the luster from these hours, whose very memory would irradiate the darkest time and fate can hold in store. How should the placid current of our lives bear aught but flowers upon its laughing tide? And yet I sometimes think to see it ruffled. Thou and thy state, Armand, are not akin, and thy ambition wakes my fear. Yet why? Why should he feel ambition to be great, whose nobler struggle in a nobler strife has made him good? My nature is not cast, sweet Blanche, in mould so true and pure as thine. Ambition winds itself about the root of every vigorous mind. Ambition gives the startling impulse to its higher action. Ambition spurs it on, sustains, inspires, and rear the better beacon which shall guide ambition's course aright. It is no more a vice. Ah, when I listen to the Armand, I tremble lest the artisan's poor garb should hide the warrior's danger-loving heart. Nay, Blanche, to love my country with my soul is nor to love the warrior's perils, nor his triumphs. All men, be they high or humble, owe to the land that gives them birth a tribute. And with his talents man may pay the debt, or with his industry, or with his blood. Oh, never with the last. I could not live and see thee pay it. How is this? We both are grave, though this bright morn would bid us think of gladness only. Come, my king, be sure that I shall chide thee if I trace a shadow upon thy brow. And shall I not chide thee for that white lip and cheek on which the rose so lately bloomed? Come, let us dance, my queen, to quicken in thy veins the timid blood and stain these lilies with a healthier red. Jacot, Etienne, are you not ready yet? Most excellent and worthy sovereigns, we but wait your pleasure. Now, Blanche, for thy light foot. Come, lads, a dance. Maypole dance with garlands. Towards the close, Blanche appears to grow fatigued 
and falls suddenly in armand's arms as if fainting armand i cannot i am weary stay thou weary blanche whose airy foot were matched for the blithe humming-bird's untiring wing great heaven how pale they art though tremblest too tis only weariness so let me rest falls centre my head is strangely heavy and before my eyes a floating vapour spreads itself armand i scarce can see thee art thou there blanche blanche my own my only love oh heaven she grows more ghastly white etienne quick fly for help and jacqueline bring babette exeunt jacqueline and etienne right how cold thou art speak to me blanche thou hearest me tell me thou hearest me yes armand yes i hear thee my beloved yet i feel that we are parting death we cannot part this is not death no no we will not part nay armand warn not thou with heaven's high will death cannot break the bond that knits our souls shall i not be thy bride there where i go to wait thee for a while we needs must part death's icy finger chills and clogs my blood like frost it falls upon my heavy eyes and yet i seem to see a luminous mist envelops all things around me through its veil a threshold paved with light appears beyond a land of flowers and now bright forms in robes of radiant white are flitting round me ah they bear me from thee armand oh armand i cannot see thee though i feel thine arms girdle my frozen limbs thou wilt not leave me distract me not but once more speak let me once more drink in the music of thy voice speak to me give me one last proof of love armand i do this raises herself with an effort feebly kisses him and sinks back apparently dead twas her first kiss thou pitying heaven let it not be her last she is not dead dost thou not hear me blanche no no she is not dead if it were to lose the sun that warms with life to lose the light that tells the presence of that sun it were to lose the air we breathe to lose thee blanche i stifle at the thought my life's sole light is endless darkness now oh blanche my blanche my heaven and earth all peace all joys all dreams all blessings and all hopes are gone with thee flings himself upon the ground besides blanche peasants group around them tableau slow curtain end of act two